Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. What a blessed time of prayer. Father, we thank you for blessing our hearts in the name of Jesus. At this time, I want us to receive an offering. Amen. It's very important to give. Amen. Giving is one of the things that releases you bring some kind of supernaturalness into your life because our whole world our whole life is struggling in this very difficult and natural world and it is giving because giving doesn't make sense yeah we all need money yeah i don't know personally anybody who who doesn't need money for something. And everybody who is watching needs money for something. So why give money? Yes. That's what is called a burnt offering. You take your goat or your sheep and burn it. No one can eat it. And you say that it's been given to God. It doesn't make sense. So that, but you see, it brings about a supernatural uh, input into a very ordinary and natural life. Hallelujah. When God was sending the disciples, Jesus was sending the disciples, he said, don't take anything, including money. He told them, don't take this, don't take shoes, don't take script bag, including money. I will pay you. Yeah. That's ministry. That's real ministry. Not this salary collection at the end of the month with snit payments. <laughs> yes. So, there is a place you must trust God. Alright. He said carry no script and money. No money. The word money is a change. So you are supposed to trust God when it comes to money. And so I want everybody to have faith in God. Amen. When it comes to money. And on this flow service, I don't know if you are in Ghana. What I want you to know is that once again, our currency has lost its value. Since I was born, actually, I've never known the currency to retain its value. All my life, sometimes I hear people complaining, but I wonder why they are complaining, because it's never been any other way. 
it devalues and devalues and devalues. It doesn't depend on which government is in power. It's been like that since I was aware of the currency. So, but, but it affects us. It affects us. Because if we take an offering of uh, 10,000 CDs, do you see? It means it's not even $1,000. It's not even $1,000. And everything is sold and done in dollars. Even though they say officially the currency is another currency, CD, called CD. So there are financial things everywhere. But I want you this morning to trust in the Lord. Oh, yes. For me to be in the ministry is to trust in the Lord. And I've been a Christian for so many years, serving the Lord, working in the church. And I want everybody to trust God. So take out an offering. Take out some money and sow a special seed of faith. Say, Lord, I'm trusting you today to give something. Uh, you said, go even without money. I will pay you. The worker is worthy of his wages. So God has wages. And God will supply and provide. Amen. So as you sow your seed, that is a real blessing. Father, thank you for everyone who is giving a seed and who is blessing your house this morning. We are excited and we are thankful in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Now I want everybody to stand up if you are sitting down. Those on Zoom, I can see you. And on YouTube, invite your friends, tell them we are here. Um, early in the morning on Sunday to share with you the word of God. Father which art in heaven, we are praying, Lord, as we approach your holy word that you bless all of us very specially. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. Thank you for blessing us with your holy word. We are grateful for the light of the knowledge of God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated if you are sitting, standing. If you are lying, you may be sitting. And I'm just sharing a short message this morning. And then we'll be ending. Now, I've been sharing about the mega church. And um, today I want to share with you about permanence. Permanence. All right? Now, the best type of church member is a permanent church member. The best tree is a permanent tree. And there is a realm which many people do not attain. And that is the realm of being permanent. 
Amen. Amen. So, I want you to type, I am here and I am here forever. Type, I am here and I am here forever. Yes, I know that not everybody is going to be able to stay forever, but it is important for you to have a mind that I am here and I'm here forever. You see, you must enter the house of the Lord. I am here and I am here forever. It's an important mind to have. Amen. It's like marriage. I mean, we are not fooled as we are officiating marriages. Not every marriage is going to stay. Some of the marriages are doomed before we even officiate. And some don't have the capacity to go all the way. But there's only one mind that you must enter with. And that is, I am here and I'm here forever. Into marriage. Yes. Without that mind, you'll find yourself getting divorced quite soon. Because within a short while, you're going to find some things that you don't like. All right? And if you came in with a temporary mind, you know, you are not going, you are not going to stay forever. So being part of a church or being a member of a church, it is important for you to have a permanent mind. I am here and I am here forever. Yeah. It must be deep in you. Yes. So all over the world, wherever you are, have that mind. I remember um, one time I was in a country. I was looking for something to eat. And there were many restaurants on the way. And I didn't know, we didn't know which one was a good one. So we entered into every restaurant with a temporary mind, a transient mind, a mind that if it's not good, we will leave. So we'll go in sit down, say, they ask, how many are you? So we are this number, as though, as though we're permanent. And then when we sit down, actually when we are sitting down, then we'll be looking at the tables to see what people are eating, to have an idea. And then when the menu comes, we look and then, you know, uh, sorry, we've changed our mind. Then we walk out. And another. And another. Until we found what we wanted. Do you get it? Yeah. And I mean, some of the restaurants didn't even want us to come there. Because they wanted to close. 
And you know, the waiters don't get much from us, it's just more work. So they were even happy to see us go. But I realized that if you don't come with a certain mind, when you see the menu, when you see somebody's food, when you see how things are going, you say, mm, I'm out of here. So it's the same thing for ministry and for the church. You need to have that mind from the beginning. Yeah. You don't join churches for two years. You, you never benefit from the church. You don't join churches for five years. So I'm just here for six years. Those who have joined, even those who should have been and left, they always look back. One brother told me, he said, look, I left. I want you to know that we who live, we're always looking back. So you will never benefit or truly benefit from a church. Because you see, a church is something that benefits you the church is benefits from your presence, but you also benefit from the church. The church has a lot to do. It's like, that's why people carry passports. So I'm American. Because I benefit from belonging to America. Or I'm British. I benefit from belonging to Britain. Or they produce a Kenyan passport. So I benefit from belonging to Kenya. Or I produce a Ghanaian passport. I benefit from belonging to to that. I met a white man. He said to me, I am Ghanaian. I've had a passport since 1967. Yes. And he really does not want to be from any other country. So you also benefit from belonging to your church. Yes. Because any group you belong to, there's a benefit from belonging to the group. And the longer you stay in the group, the more power, blessings, and influence you have in the group and from the group. There's nothing like a member for one and a half years. So you, you are watching on Facebook, YouTube. You must be because there's nobody in the studio. I'm talking to you. All right? And I'm telling you that I am here and I am here forever is the only mind to have when you are part of a church, a mega church. Amen. Unless, of course, you are now sampling restaurants to see which one you are going to stay in. So as you are part of this church, I am announcing to you that God wants you to be a permanent church member. Yes. So I don't want to be permanent. Okay. How would you feel if you suddenly find your pastor is leaving? So, I'm no more here. That's why I'm here this morning. There's a reason why I'm here. I'm here because I'm supposed to be here. Whether I want to be or I feel like being, I have to be here. (laughs) Yes. It's my permanent job. Amen. Now, let me give you some reasons why you are, from today, a permanent member of Lighthouse, UD, First Love Church, any of these churches. I don't know what. Flow Church. Yes, you must be permanent on the Flow Church. 
Oh, yes. Flow Church is also a denomination. Flow denomination. Now, number one, you are part of a family. You are part of a family. Amen. Um, being part of a family is perhaps a truth that many people do not realize how deep it is to be part of a family. Amen. Perhaps that is one of the greatest things, you know. Some people are very conscious of their earthly family. One brother said to me, you know, this is causing me problems in my family. I said, hey, we all have families, you know. And I tell you, your church family is one of the deepest and most important family relationships that you need to have. Amen. Amen. And that's what makes you permanent. Because no one joins a family for a while. My name is Heward Mills. I've been Heward Mills since I was born. And I'm a permanent member of the Heward Mills family. Even if I change my name, I'm still Heward Mills. Because I, I can't change my father and my grandfather, whom I didn't know, and my great-grandfather, whom I didn't know. I can't change that line of my grandmother, or my mother's father. I can't change it. It's there. So I am a permanent member of my family. Now Jesus said, who is my mother? Who is my brother? Who is my sister? He says, those who hear the word of God and obey it. That's my mother. That is, and to say that, it's a very serious thing. Whosoever shall do the will of God, the same is my brother and my sister. But before that, he asked, who is my, who is my, and he answered, who is my mother? Because they told him, outside, your mother is looking for you. In the verse before that, they asked him, who is the multitude sat about him? And they said, behold, thy mother and thy, thy bro, thy bro, your brother is outside seeking thee. Eh? Your mother is outside. Wow. And then Jesus said, who is my mother? No, that's serious. I mean, somebody would have said, are, are you trying to insult your family? Are you trying to disrespect them? Because when he said, who is my mother? His mother was outside looking for him. He said, my mother, mother, mother for mother, brother for brother, sister for sister, those who are doing the will of God, obeying the will of God, those people are my mother. The mother you say is outside. My mother is in this room. My brother is in this room, obeying the word of God with me. It's deep. The, the Christian family is deep. Very deep. Joke with it, you joke with your life. 
all through the years since I've been a Christian, I thank God for my biological sisters whom have been part of my life. But the ones who are obeying the word of God have been more than 90% closer to me and with me because they are not even here. I thank God for all the biological ones. But I've had mothers, brothers, sisters, and it's deep and it's real and it's permanent. And you don't leave families. So you find people who leave churches where they are supposed to be planted. They're actually leaving their mothers. It's only an anaconda snake who does that. On the day that he's born, he leaves his mother. He doesn't stay with the mother for even a day. Are you an anaconda? Are you an anaconda? To leave your mother And rarely do you see a snake with his friend. Like, oh, there are two. When we say there's a snake here, it's always alone. It's always alone. Rarely do they have brothers. Rarely do they move with their sister. They are never part of a family. It's a snake spirit that makes you move out of your family and walk alone. So I don't know if there are any snakes watching me. But I believe not. Amen. You are part of a family. You know, there are so many people who have made themselves into orangos. They are my sons. They, some of them say, I, I don't know. This is not my, it's not my father. I am their father. I am. And they are my children. Yes. All the people that have left this, saying this, this, whatever, they are my children. I brought them forth in the gospel. Yes, I brought them forth in the gospel. I, I ordained them, I appointed them, I trained them, I laid hands on them, I imparted to them, I consecrated them, I helped them, I loved them, and I still love them. So whatever manifestation they are going through, it's entirely up to them. But you can't really leave your family. Yes. So, wise up. Wisen up. And learn that permanence is a very deep spiritual reality. I've been a Christian for so many years. Serving the Lord and working in the church. Yes. Since 1963, I've been a Christian. I'm not a Christian, but I've been around. <laughs> and I'm still around Amen. in the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. So don't joke with it. One day, you are going to need this family. This family. So every pastor should teach his members what I'm saying. This is in the Bible. That, hey, you are a permanent member of a family. You can be angry, but it's staring at you in the face. And let's learn it. 
and let's teach our members. This is what brings about a mega church. People that are permanent. People that we officiate their weddings, then we officiate their children's weddings, and maybe even their children's children's weddings. If they have teenage pregnancy and others, I don't know. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Number two. The second reason why we must be permanent is because you are part of a building. Amen. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 9, it says, For we are laborers together with God. You are God's husbandry. And you are God's building. Amen. Amen. You are God's what? Building. building. You are God's building. Now, God is actually building a house. You remember in Isaiah 56 and verse 7, it says, My house shall be called a house of prayer. You see, because it is, it is his house. It's a house. It's a building. And you see, you may not know what you are part of till you are told. That's why I'm telling you. For instance, since we started this flow service, everybody watching me huh, has traveled 107,000 miles, kilometers. I mean, that's how far you've moved since the flow church started. 107,000 kilometers. Because we are going 107,000 kilometers per hour. That's our speed. That's my speed. As you see me, I'm moving. So, if I don't tell you what you are part of, you won't know what you are part of. That you are actually on a planet which is moving at top speed. If, if I don't educate you. So you may think that it's obvious. Why are you telling me that I'm part of a building? Why are you telling me that I'm part of a family? I'm telling you because you can be part of something without knowing what you are part of. You can be even moving at top speed. You don't know that you are moving. I mean, we are going around this. At top, this is the speed. And also, apart from that, we are rotating. So... You see, I'm rotating, but you can't see that I'm rotating. I will, I will explain to you why. We are rotating at a speed of 1,600 kilometers per hour. Like we are going this way, and then we are also going around like this. We are going around like this, and then we are spinning. The spinning is 1,600, and the going is just one hour. We've, got, we've crossed 107,000 kilometers. That's how, that's how come it takes us 365 days to go around the sun. If we don't go at that speed, I mean, we'll be there forever. We'll be going around forever. So you can be part of something, but you don't know you are part of it. That's why I'm telling you, you are part of a building. You say, hey, I didn't know. So can you imagine a building, when you go home with your house, when you go home, the toilet has moved. <laughs> or the kitchen has gone to visit a friend. Hey. There's nothing like that. So... 
you are blessed to be part of a building. God is building, 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 building his church. And Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. I will build. It's an ever-growing organism. It is alive. It's called a living church. It's a, it's a, a living organism. And Jesus is building. There's never a decrease. It only increases and grows unless it is dying. Amen. Amen. So from today, even if you are the toilet of the church, you are permanent. You see, that's the characteristic. You may be the loo. You may be the kitchen. You may be the rubbish place. You may be the laundry. You may be the sitting room. Whichever part you are, you are permanent. Yes. So, I am here and I am here forever. I am blessed to be part of this building. So, when Jesus started to build Lighthouse, he was going to build and add Kenya to it and add South Africa to it and add Nigeria and add Europe and add South... And now he's adding South America. And he's adding... So it's something that he's building. And we are all part of a permanent... But you see, you may not be around to see the South American side being built. Or another aspect being built. Because your mind is not a permanent mind. And you have to have a permanent... I'm telling you, for the crisis and the storms and all the things that we go through as a church or as a family... If without a permanent mind, something will by all means meet you on the way. Because Jesus said, as for offenses, they will come. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. Everybody will have a day where either maybe a thought will flash your mind or something may happen that makes you unhappy. But maybe the thought will not come. Or some reason, or maybe you move somewhere and say, ah, it's too far to go wherever. But you must remember, I'm, I'm a permanent part. I can't say it's now too far or it's too near. And we have churches everywhere. So you are part of a building. Amen. Amen. Number three, you are part of a garden. Mm. You are part of a garden. Beautiful. And now go to Isaiah chapter 5. I will tell you what I will do to my vineyard. I will take away the hedge thereof and it shall be eaten up and break down the wall thereof and it shall be trodden off. And you see in uh, 1 Corinthians 3, it says that you are God's husbandry, which is God's farm. Amen. Amen. Yes. So, you're also part of a garden and you know, you don't replant Things often when you replant, they die many times. That's the end of it. Number four, you are part of a tree. Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branches. Amen. Amen. I am the vine, you are the branches. So, Bible calls us the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord. You are a tree. You are a tree of righteousness. And you are part of a tree. 
Part of a tree means I am the vine. You, you, you are the branches. You, you are a branch. You are a branch. If you read from John chapter 15 verse 1, these are the beautiful words of Jesus. John 15 verse 1. All right. I am the vine, and my father is the husbandman. Verse 2. Every branch that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Verse 3. You are clean through the word I've spoken to you. Verse 4. Abide in me. All right. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abides, except it is permanent, there's never going to be fruit. You're never going to see the fruit that you want to see until you are permanent. It says, except except it abide in the vine. No more can you accept you abide in me. It cannot bear fruit of itself. It ha- you have to be permanent. It's the permanent people that bear fruit. Change the version, please. Now, it says, remain joined to me, just I, as I also remain joined to you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain joined. It must remain joined. To the vine. In the same way, you can't bear fruit unless you remain joined to me. Amen. Amen. And verse number six. Six. It says, if you don't remain joined, you are like a branch that is thrown away and dries up. So people that are not permanent dry up. Branches like those are picked up and they are thrown into the fire and burned. This is the destiny of non-permanent branches. No, I didn't write the Bible. You see, the word abide is the word permanent. Stay, connect, remain. Abide, abide in me. If you if abide, abide in me, I abide in my words, abide in you. Permanent people are those who, who get their prayers answered. In verse 7, if you abide in me, if you remain joined to me, and my words remain in you permanently, ask for anything you wish, and it will be done for you. You are just being rewarded for being permanent. Yeah, just be. be being permanent is a condition for your prayers to be answered. It's, it's amazing. Just be, just be permanent and prayers will be answered. You know, because we don't use these words, abide. It's like, oh, Charlie, how are you abiding? So, where are you going today? So, are, are you abiding? Are you abiding now? These are not, these are not our language, but it, it means staying. Where are you staying? Where are you re- remaining? Yeah. So, Permanence is a very important spiritual quality. Yeah. But I think the frightening part 
is in verse 6. Verse 6. If you don't remain joined to me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and dries up. Look, most orangus dry up. You'll notice that they dry up. They used to speak the word, be fresh, flowing, nicely speaking words. That's what surprises people because they, they were juicy, luscious branches. Yes, they were fruit-bearing branches. But he says, if you don't remain joined to me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and dries up. So there's a certain drying up. There's a certain drying up that happens when you are not permanent. Yes, there's a certain drying up. You know, and sometimes there are people that look like they are connected, but they are, they are disconnected internally. Yes. And they also dry up. The Bible says they dry up and then branches like those are picked up. And they are thrown into the fire and burned. You'll never be picked up Amen. and thrown into a fire Amen. and burned. Amen. Amen. Type, I remain, I am remaining joined. I am joined and I'm remaining joined. I am joined and I'm remaining joined. Amen. Change, change the version to the G, GNT or GNB or whatever. Yeah. Good news. Amazing. What a blessing. Those who do not remain in me. Yes. Those who do not remain in me are thrown out like a branch and dry up. So you are a branch. You are part of a branch. Hallelujah. Amen. What a great blessing. So, thank God that you are a permanent, joined, remaining branch. And that, that doesn't mean that it's perfect. Somebody criticized. I said, but the church is made up of people. And every group of people has a whole lot of problems. But that's our family. Your, fam- your family. Let's talk about your family. How many of the girls in your, married are not, in your family are not divorced? And how many of them are still married? How many of them have husbands? Yes. How, 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 how many of your family... How, your fa- don't you qu- have quarrels in your family? Some, some of you have one person who is always causing problems. Is there not a particular brother or sister who is a cause of, like, doesn't understand anything? Is whatever. So in a church, we also have people like that. There's one person who doesn't understand anything. Causing a problem, this and that. But it doesn't mean you are not part of the family. Yeah. Don't you have quarrels? Look, don't you have brothers who are not talking to each other? And sisters who are also not talking. So in the church, we also have people that are not talking. I won't talk to you again. I don't want to see you again. This and that. We have it. That's that's why why it's a family. And whenever, when when there's something sad in families, are there not sad days? There are sad days where we cry together. And then there are happy days. Where we rejoice together. 
And if you are not part of the family, in your happy day, you not even know who to call. Because everybody is your enemy and you have left everyone. So there's no one to even call. When you get a new car, you have to stand by it and take a selfie with the car. And you can only get a part of the car in the selfie. And put it on Facebook. Because there's nobody to rejoice with. Oh, yes. So, don't deceive yourself about a very basic reality of life and ministry and church that you are permanently part. And that's what builds a church. When everybody in the church has a mind that I will grow up here and by the grace of God, I'll be here at the end and my children will be here. Don't destroy your children's lives. Amen. Because children are the ones affected so much by orangulization. What people don't realize is that over the years, people who are permanently part of the church, their children have become, have been stable. You see, most of the children are in First Love Church. Most, not all, but many of them. And they've grown up, it's like we are part of the church. I'm talking about pastors and members for years. And even First Love Church is also growing and there are other ones coming up. And the children are stable. I know people that left the church and all the children have become atheists. It's heartbreaking. Because at the end of the day, you find out that you are in this world basically to bring up offspring and fruits. So number five, what's the first reason why we are permanent is what? Because you are part of a family. Amen. Amen. Number two, because you are part of a building. Number three, because you are part of a garden. Number four, because you are part of a tree. Not that you are a tree. You are a tree, but you are also part of a tree. (laughs) Number five, you will flourish when you are planted. Oh, yes. Yes. You flourish when you are planted. In Psalm 92 and verse 13, it says, Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. Flourish. What does it mean, flourish? Amen. What is flourish? It means to do well, to grow luxuriously, and to blossom. You get it? It means to develop luxuriantly, if there's a word like that. (laughs) Oh, yes. I have to be fast because my dictionary people are, I don't know whether they've they've, they've gone to India or, or China for holiday. Oh, yes. You will flourish. Yes, you flourish. You cannot compare somebody who is planted to somebody who is roving around. And look at what the dictionary says. They finally find to grow vigorously, to thrive. Oh, yes. To prosper. To be in one's prime. You'll be in your prime when you are planted. Yes. You'll be in your prime. You prosper. 
So church members prosper and you be in your prime and you grow vigorously and you thrive when you are permanent. You have to have that permanent mind. And I'm telling you, to marry, I've been married for some years. And you would do well to listen to what I'm saying that it's with the permanent mind that you can marry. Otherwise, you can't marry. That's why sometimes older people struggle to choose somebody to marry. Because they, they, they see, they, they don't need to marry to find out that people are some way. They know already. After being around for the time, they realize that, oh man, there's not much good anywhere. Just as Jesus did not commit himself to, why should I marry you? Jesus didn't commit himself to anybody. All the people around him said, oh no, I'm not interested in any of you. Because he knew. He was the son of God. He knew. Yes. So, without a mind that is permanent, you are not likely to thrive or flourish or grow vigorously. So, I see you flourishing. Ah, and I see you being blessed. Let me tell you something. Certain blessings, there's somebody watching. There are some blessings you have been looking for. They are going to come to you on day seven. They are going to come to you on day nine. They are going to come to you on year nine, year seven. They are going to come to you on week five. It's just a timeline. You just have to be there at that time, at that time, at that time, at that time. And when that time comes, what you can't even imagine, it will appear. That's why we say those who are permanent, they flourish. They flourish. It's a timeline. And in fact, when people are promoting and promoting, you know, uh, people who speak a lot, speak well, and all that, and you are not promoted, what I can tell you is that along the timeline, just the time alone that you've been around will give you the marks that are needed. So make sure, you know, one time I went to preach in a church um, in Nigeria and I was sitting by a man you know he just looked at me he, he had a paper and he saw that put my picture on and they had printed something about me who are you? and he looked he was in the church when the founder the founder was there in 1955 he was with the founder of the church so I mean a young person coming around to preach he wasn't I mean it's not so impressed. He just look at the leaf and put it down. Just sat there. His, and he was right in front. His age and how long he has been around alone speaks of him that he's a very important and high-ranking person. Somebody like me coming to preach is of no consequence or importance. Oh, yes. So remember, the timeline is going by week 7, day 9, year 25, year 20. Year th- there are certain things programmed for all these. May you be there permanently on that day when all those things are happening. In Jesus' name. Amen. So number 6, you can invest freely when you are permanent. Permanent. 
You can do what? Invest freely when you are permanent. Because you're going to be there. The building you are building is going to be used for your daughter's wedding. Oh, yes. It's going to be used for other nice occasions. It's going to be used for your funeral. Hmm? You know, there are people who say the funeral will be in the house. Often there's no church. That's why it's in the house. Yes. That's all. It's in the house, and then from there they will go to. There's no church. Yeah. And you know, some people don't want to bring a dead body into the church. But you see, whether you are alive or dead, you are part of the family. That's why the graveyards are in churches. It's like you are permanently, the church is your home. Alive or dead, the church. John Wesley is buried by the church that he built. And he's buried with his pastors. They are all there together in London. Yes. He's just by his house. He's right there. They are all together there. So you can invest free. And that's the church he used to stand with his heart and collect um, offerings. He used to use his heart for offerings. He was investing in where he is even late today. People go visiting all the time. So, you will have, you can invest freely. Uh, this is your home. It's for your children and your children's children. So, that's a permanent church. Number seven, you have a family to celebrate your victories with. Amen. Amen. Oh, yes. Romans 12, verse 15 says, Rejoice with them that do rejoice. Amen. Rejoice. When the Lord turned our captivity, oh, yes, we were like them that dream. Who are you going to rejoice with? Huh? Can you imagine going on a cruise to Dubai, to India? The cruise is going through Asia, and you are seeing many exotic things. And there are swimming pools on the in the cruise. The cruise ship is fifteen floors high. You take lifts to go to each floor. Restaurants, everything is free. You go and eat anything, anywhere. Anytime, do anything, theaters, movies. Wow, for a holiday. But you are alone. It's a one man happiness show. Huh? You're just sitting there alone. Even when you call somebody who sees you sitting there alone, the person will feel sorry for you. So, so you are all alone. Oh, so there's nobody with you. Oh, so who are you talking to? So, uh, oh, really? Oh, by some way. You are alone. It's really some way when God blesses you and you are alone. Yeah. And when you leave, when you should not leave, you come to the place where you see that I should have been with all these people to be happy with them. But I'm all alone. I have no one to be happy with. Yeah. It's really some way. And you see that the joy is even not nice. Even people now start feeling sorry for us. So you are all alone. So when you are going swimming in the pool, you go swimming alone. You see people playing. You, you go inside, you finish as if you are doing exercise. You, you move in the pool, then you come. Then you come, you sit down. I mean, alone. Then you drink alone. 
Then you are there. People are all around, but you are alone. It's like you are a kind of foreigner, isolated, a hermit. Then after you go to your room, you sit alone, you use your remote, you look at the thing, then you turn off, you lie down, you meditate. Ah! I mean, then you read your Bible, then you get up, breakfast, you go alone, and people are there chatting, laughing. You are alone, very serious. You eat your one bacon, one sausage, this, seriously alone. Now, there's something. It's something. You, anybody you call, the person sees you on FaceTime or whatever, sitting there alone, say, oh, why? Are you a widow? What, what is the, a crisis? Has, it's like somebody who is suffering from depression who is being asked to move around for healing. This is what happens when you leave. You say, you are alone. One person who left the church, he said, look, your, literally, your phone will not ring. Nobody knows. No, no, because when you live in a way, people are wondering, people are afraid of such things. People are afraid of all those things. Hey, what is this person doing? <laughs> oh, yes. Literally. You see that? Your phone is not, you'll be holding it. One sister told me, she was holding the phone. It will not ring. You check the other one. There's no message. Check this one. Check this one. Check this one. No one is calling. No one is texting. You are not part of any group again. Because it was the groups that were keeping your phone alive. Hmm. So, you have a family to celebrate your victories with. That is number seven. Number eight. You see the fruit of your labor. Amen. You see the fruit of I see you on a cruise ship. There are some people, let me tell you, you will be moving on a cruise ship for holiday with. You will never be alone. By the time God blesses you to the point where you are able to, you will not be alone. You will not be alone. Oh, yes. Number eight, you see the fruit of your labor. All those who've been around for years, they see the fruit of their labor. Lighthouse churches and all of that have not been built by one. I visited the churches once in a while. All the fruits of everybody. You see, it is the church members, everybody, we all make up the church. Bible says every joint supplies. Every joint has been supplying something. To build a church. Number nine. You avoid the deception of short relationships. Amen. Amen. The reason why people leave churches. Eh, you don't want somebody to know who you are. Or if there's some correction in the old place. Ah, I can't tell you. I don't want to be the subject of any meetings anymore. I'm going to my mother church. This and that. Wow. So anybody you know for a short time. Remember, you don't know the person. Oh, yeah. You don't know the person. There's no art. I, there's no art to find the mind's construction on the face. Some of the most dignified diplomatic people, you can't even imagine what is in them and what they do. It takes time to know somebody. Years go by. Then you even get to know. So, you see people don't want to be permanent because they don't want us to know. They don't, you want to go somewhere where they don't know you. 
Yeah. You want to go somewhere where they don't know you. They don't know your issues. You've done this, you've done this, you've done this. Hey, I can't take it anymore. You go somewhere. Then when you go, you're flowing. You'll be sitting in the church. Amen. You go and see the pastor. The pastor says, oh, he's got a nice new member. He doesn't know the type of person that has come there. Yeah. Hey. So, you know something? When you stay in your family, we all know you. You see some people, you see your brother and sister, it's very quarrelsome. You know your sister is quarrelsome. She's going to get married. You'll be quick, keeping quiet because, you know, Lord, let somebody marry this girl. Yes. Because you who have been with her for years, you know the kind of person that she is. Yeah. So you avoid the deception of short relationships. Amen. And number 10, you have consistent pastoral care. Yes. Oh, we can now recommend you. Should I marry this uh, sister? Oh, yeah. She's been there. But you see a strange woman. She comes, she's beautiful, luxurious, and voluptuous, juicy. So, wow, what a beauty. You marry, and uh, the next day you'll be here saying that, no. One brother I got married, he said, no, 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 no. So on the first, he said that I've married a very bad person. I don't, I don't know this person that I've married. And then the sister was just trying to show her skills, what she has learned from over the years. Yes. She had a particular set of skills. She displayed them on day one, and that was it. All the problems started from that day. And number 11, you'll be rewarded for your faithfulness when you are a permanent member. Type, I am permanent by the grace of God. And I believe that God is going to bless every one of us and going to bless our churches with the mega church, church growth. Tell people, because you see, you didn't know that you were moving at 107,000 kilometers per hour. Mm -hmm. And see, people don't know that they are part of a tree. They don't know I'm, I'm, part of a, I'm part of a house. They don't know I'm part of a family. They don't know all these things. And that is why we have to say and preach all these things so that everybody's eyes open. So, oh, wow. Even though I'm in Kasua, even though I'm in Alaska, even though I'm in New York, even though I'm in South Africa, I am part of a building. I am a permanent member of an amazing family. May God bless you as you grow in this amazing family of the Lord. And may your church become a mega church. And may you be part of a mega family. And even if you couldn't find a beloved at day five, by day nine, may you find that beloved. If you couldn't find the beloved year one, by year 25, he shall be found. And all the things that you were seeking for, the Lord shall provide and bless you with in Jesus' name. Let us pray. Father, thank you for your beautiful message, your holy word that you've given to us today. We love you, we praise you, and we thank you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. If you want to give your life to Jesus, you want to give your life to Jesus, I want to pray with you. Just say this prayer. Lord Jesus, 
thank you for saving me today. Please write my name in the book of life. I give my heart, I give my life, I give my everything to Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Take out your permanent church seed offering as we close our service. Come to the end and take out a special. Don't say I will not give. Don't say I will not give. Don't say I will not give. Oh, yes. Don't say I will not give. I want you to take out your special. Everybody must give something. Because, you see, I'm going to show you a picture in a few weeks' time of what the Flow Church has been able to accomplish. Yes. From all the offerings that you've been given at Flow Church, I'm going to show you a project that you've been building, but secretly I have not told you. So all the offerings that you've been given are being used and I'm going to show you the picture, and you're going to be very proud of yourselves of what you have been able to accomplish. Are you excited that the flow church is ever... People are going to respect the flow church. Some people, because they don't see us, our members physically, they feel that we are not there, but we are there. If you are there, right, I am here. We are here. We are wild, and we are here. I can see thousands of people on my thing here. I'm receiving it, 3,690 live as we speak now. And that is amazing. Amen. Amen. Oh, yes. And it's going to be on throughout the day. Permanence. Permanence. The topic is permanence. And God is blessing you with permanence. Permanence. Nobody knows when Coca-Cola started making Coke. But you can see that, Charlie, we are sort of addicted. So, no, so give me a Coke. Do you have Coke? Yeah. We don't know whether they started three years ago or 100 years ago. Oh, yes. We are here. Mm. We are permanent. We are here. The blessing of the Lord. Father, we sow this seed today. Every one of us. And we thank you for your blessing in the flow church. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. If you're outside Ghana, just put your phone on the thing there, Giving International and Giving Ghana. And this is an amazing blessing. And just, you know, when you put your phone on this thing, it's called a QR code. The white thing with the designs it's type of like a kente, white, white and black kente square. It's called a QR code. When you put your phone on it, something comes on the phone. Then you press that thing, and then it works. Does it work on yam phones? No. No, by the grace of God, you, you are delivered from a yam phone in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Amen. All right? Now, take out your offering. I, I believe you've taken out your offering. Take out your communion. Father, thank you for the great provision that we have in our.
Holy Communion. Let your healing and your blessing as often as you eat and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death. May blessings come into your home by angels, by the power of the Holy Spirit, by the grace of God. May you receive power to be permanent and be healed in your life of every plague, every mistake, every disease. A cup of blessing and a meal of blessing comes into your life now. Thank you, Jesus, for the body of Jesus Christ. Blessings on you. Blessings on your family. Blessings on your home. Blessings on your children. Blessings on your business. Blessings on the work of your hands. Blessings on all your lovers and all those who love. Blessing on your house. Blessing on your household. We superimpose a blessing from the cup of blessing into your body blessings shall flow into your lungs blessings flow into your stomach blessings flow into all parts of your body blessings flow the cup of blessing the cup of blessing the cup of blessing may you be blessed with this cup of great blessings somebody running but you are not getting to the finishing mark by the power of these words may you get to the finishing line now I see somebody tired you are tired but you are still not achieving what you are trying to achieve may the blessing of the Lord intervene you achieve what you are tired about 
but you haven't laid your hands on it. Receive the grace to achieve and lay your hands. I see somebody's hands. The work of your hands have not been so encouraging. But the Lord says about your hands that they are now blessed hands. From the cup of blessing which you have received, your hands are blessed. And the work of your hands will be blessed. In the name of Jesus. Now there is also somebody whose hands have been taken off the plow. The plow. The spirit is saying, put your hand back on the plow. There's no man that takes the plow and looks back. Put your hand, come on, put your hand back on the plow. Put your hand back, don't take your hand off. The plow, the yoke that I've given to you. You can't change your original calling. Receive grace to put your hand back on the plow. For that is your blessing. And that is your calling. Receive the grace of the Lord. To return to where you belong. And where you originally laid your hands on the plow. To follow after Jesus. All over the world. Wherever you are. The Lord bless you. The Lord increase you. And the Lord help you. Whatever represents the mark of the devil in your life, I erase that mark now. Let that mark be off. I command the mark of Satan and the presence of a devil in your life to be removed in the name of Jesus. Whatever door you open that have allowed a demon to enter, and you close the door, the demon has now stayed with you in the name of Jesus. By an explosion in the realm of the spirit, I command that demonic power to exit your life. In Jesus' name. Be free from the mark of Satan, the mark of the devil on your work and the work of your hands. In Jesus' name. Lift up your eyes, says the Lord. Lift up your eyes to the harvest. The fields are white. Lift up your eyes, oh pastors. Talaro Lift up your eyes your future and your future victory for I the Lord will reward you and bless you uh, and pay you the wages I promised to pay those who sent me for you shall not be forsaken and you shall not be discouraged you shall not be left alone for I am with you long to the end to the very end of everything I'll be with you now Lord for my children and for all those who look to me and call me father in any way form of fashion ah let the blessings of sons and daughters good sons and good daughters rest upon them let them not be dishonored let them not be disgraced let their life not be shortened because of the blessing of the father the lord bless you and the lord give you peace the lord give you the desires of your heart. The Lord answer your prayers. Father, now I pray for someone. He's a girl and he's a boy. It's from a prayer, Lord. A deep heartfelt prayer. Let it be answered now. Let it be answered. The Lord answer your prayers. The Lord bless you and the Lord show you mercy. In Jesus' name. 
may your Sunday be a good Sunday. A ah, blessed day. May you meet a good person. Uh, discover an, an important connection, an important relationship that is important for your life. The Lord increase you. The Lord remember your own works, your good works uh, about the seeds you sown uh, and cause you to reap a good harvest of your seed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Be blessed for the Lord has given you. You will smile and you will rejoice. You'll be glad for the Lord blesses you this day. The Lord lift up his face and make his countenance to shine on you and favor you. In the name of Jesus who died on the cross, rose up triumphant after three days. May he bless you. Madose, may his blessings rest upon you. Today, throughout the day, throughout the week, and for all time, in the name of Jesus God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.